Welcome to the Liberated Latina Podcast, your space to be activated and elevated so you can become a sought-after coach online. I'm your host, Daisy Lopez, visibility coach helping amazing women of color coaches reclaim their voice and have a poppin' and profitable online presence. Visibility is so much deeper than just strategy and mindset alone. Here you'll get the concepts and tools that will amplify your message and catapult you as an irresistible choice in your niche. The time for women of color leadership is here. Ready? Of course you are. Let's dive into the episode. Hello, ladies. Welcome to the Liberated Latina podcast and welcome to another incredible client spotlight interview with one of my incredible clients, Melanie Rodriguez of Elevate Latinas. And I am especially excited for this because she is going to share her story of how she came to me late 2020 with just a vision. She hadn't started her business yet. She had tons of coaching experience in her corporate role, but was coming up against a lot of different doubts and challenges as she was looking to start her online coaching business. Fast forward to 2022, And she officially left her high-paying six-figure corporate job earlier this year and since then has created a six-figure coaching business without doing a lot of the typical marketing things that everybody thinks you have to do in order to get to six figures. She does not do daily posting on Instagram. She really doesn't even use a lot of social media. She doesn't do big launches and... What we've been able to do is use her creative energy as as a manifesting generator and also use her profile. She is a 2-4 manifesting generator. So we've been able to use her profile in order to create a client attraction process that gave her the space she needed to recover and be in that hermit of the two, but also place her in strategic spaces to leverage the four in her profile and As it would happen, a lot of her best opportunities, her clients, media features, all of that came through her being in the right spaces and being in her magnetism of talking about what she loves and creating that sought after effect by using her gifts. So I cannot wait for you to hear this story and go ahead and follow Melanie. I'll have all of her links and information. You can learn more about how she helps Latinas and women of color rise to the C-suite level position in their careers. And I hope you enjoy. Welcome to an incredible Client Spotlight series. I'm excited for this one. (laughs) I'm very excited for this one. Me too. Me too. I am... if, if you guys haven't heard of Melanie and Elevate Latinas, first of all, you should. Second of all, it's just been so like such an honor to see the evolution of not only the brand and, and what it's really representing in the industry, but also your own personal evolution. And to think that, I mean, we met what, December of 2020? Yes. Which is insane. Um, and so much has happened since then. So yeah. I'm excited to for everyone to just hear mm-hmm. about your journey because I do think it's such a testament to what is possible when we 
align to our mission and when we align to who we truly are to let success happen kind of through that process. So I'm excited for everyone to hear about you. But before we do, I want to give a little intro on what you're doing and um, what your world is looking like right now. Yeah. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you for having me. It is an honor to be here as always. And, um, you know, I have to say, I was really blessed to be able to just find you and to work, to have the opportunity to work with you over the last couple of years. It's been, it has been truly remarkable to shift my own thinking. Um, you know, even as coaches, we all need somebody in our corner as well. So definitely appreciate the time that we spend together. So Elevate Latinas is a leadership coaching, leadership development firm. So I have um, clients all over the country that I get to work with that are really looking to elevate their own presence within the spaces that they operate in. I tend to work with mid and senior career Latinas in the corporate space who are um, really hitting that roadblock when it gets into moving into senior leadership and C-suite type of roles. So over the last um, couple of years, I have been working on my coaching business. I decided to officially take the leap and leave the corporate world earlier this year and um, started working full time and have since, you know, taking that leap really taken off and have the opportunity to really do what I love. So thanks to you and the coaching that you, uh, you know, have helped me through. I really appreciate all of that, but it's been, it's been a lot of work, but it's been a lot of fun. So, yeah, it has been so much fun and we'll get into some of the the fun aspects of, of how we kind of navigated around your strengths, right. And really brought that into the light, but take us back to, um, December of 2020, because when we first met, like we, we met on like a target market research call or like a connection call or something like that. And there were some things coming up for you as far as even just getting started, right. Getting this idea that you had, and you clearly had all of the years of experience coaching already, but there were some things feeling a little sticky navigating from having that vision to launching. Right. So what were some of the things coming up for you and what, what was so, um, what led you to want to get support around that? So I will just call it flat out that I am not a salesperson. So I never have been. I've never wanted to be. I've always, uh, so I, you mentioned I've had a number of years of coaching experience. I worked internally forever and I never had to look for clients, right? They they, they were there in the company and I got to do all of the things and um, got a lot of experience around the world doing that, which was awesome. Um and I always knew that I wanted to be independent or work outside of the company that I was working for in my head at the time that meant working for another firm because I didn't want to be the salesperson. Um, but as I started, you know, kind of 2020 was going on, everything was happening, you know, at that time. And I really wanted to figure out what my journey looked like in supporting the people that matter most to me in what I want to make sure is being represented within corporate America and reflective of the society that I know is evolving around us, right? Latinos are very quickly becoming the majority of the United States. We have a huge 
pipeline of people who are both in universities, which is matriculates into, you know, first time in a corporate environment, which also, you know, kind of leads into what the leadership pipeline looks like for all of the companies across the country and around the world, really. Um, but that's kind of what really led me to think about, you know, I don't really want to work for another company. Consulting firms don't get what coaching for people of color looks like. And um, while there are some things that are pretty standard, right? We're talking coaching, we're doing talking leadership styles, et cetera, et cetera. There is still a lot that goes into play when you think about all of the things that we talk about of culture and lived experiences and how that influences how we lead, how we make decisions, how we give people feedback, all of these things really, you know, touch on uh, or are influenced by how we're brought up. So Mm -hmm. I want to make sure that that was played out. But um, the hard part for me, back to your question, I'm not a salesperson. I hate like the the cold calls or the sales calls and like DMing people. No, that's not me. And I um, struggled with that at the very beginning, I think when we first, when I first started thinking about going into doing the coaching business in my head, that's what it was. It's either work for a firm or be that person that's sliding into people's DMs or, or like whatever. Um, And I didn't at the time see what was in the, in between that or what would work for me. Um, And Mm. it took some time to get there. Yeah. Yeah. I remember we had many a conversations where you're like, I just don't want to talk about myself. Mm -hmm. You're like, I just am so uncomfortable. (laughs) Um, And for me, it was, it was twofold, right? Like from where I stood, it was twofold. It was number one, getting underneath any of those layers that wanted to diminish, like those tendencies to want to diminish who you're here to be. Right. Cause it's less about, um, it's less about taking up the space to crowd others out, right? It's it's more about taking up the space so that you can be that light for other people. Um, and I and I knew that a big part of your why was to do that, right? To shine the light and to to be the example and to be able to guide people to really activate the full potential that they can have in their careers. So it was it was one that inner work of what's really what are the defenses at play here that that are are limiting that ability for you to really own the space that you're here to take up. And then on the other side too, it was like, okay, we're not going to call DM people. <laughs> it's like, we're not doing that. We're not going to, you know, even for you looking into your strengths, as we got to know more about who you really are built to be, it's not about, it's not going to be about posting on Instagram all day for you. Right. And just getting to know your strengths in just being that natural collaborator and really shining when you are in those intimate group settings or even at networking events where you could just talk about what you're doing. And I'm like, wait, that that is where you can really shine, right? So what was that um, journey like for you? Maybe even the, the first three months and continuing on into the six-month VIP, how did that start to shift for you and realizing, okay, I can actually do more of what I love. And that's actually going to be the path to success for me. Yeah. So I would say within the first three month container that we spent together, it was a lot of exploring myself and what was, what worked for me, what didn't work for me. Right. Um, You mentioned there were layers and there definitely were right from past leadership experiences that I had myself that went really well and some that did not go so well. 
um, things around, you know, you talked about not wanting to put yourself out there. So I'm definitely one of those that um, I would rather talk about you than me than, and even though I coach people on being able to, you know, have these conversations all the time, it takes me a, a while to, to um, get greased up to be able to do that. But then was also, you know, having conversations with some of the people that you connected me with, right? So as part of the containers, I had an opportunity to do work that I honestly, I would not have reached out to do myself, right? So in talking to like um, Kelly for the inner child work and really kind of getting into some of the things that were holding me back or that I was, that were festering from past experiences and really being able to connect with my inner child and being able to think about where I'm at today, the, the all of the things that I've been able to accomplish, getting a PhD, getting a, you know, all of the amazing work that I've been able to do around the world and all of these things. And, you know, just kind of really being able to um, appreciate that in terms of wh- how far I've come. Um, I also had an opportunity, I think it was in the three months to to talk to Lala about the energy work, which that for me was a huge shift in move, in being able to gain the confidence to take the leap because leaving a six-figure job is really scary, especially <laughs> for me. I've, you know, I've worked since I was 13 years old. I've, held, I've always had a job. I've always had a steady paycheck coming in. And so to take that leap and to think, oh, I'm going to go and figure it out is real scary. Um, And I'm married. I have kids. I have, you know, all of the family obligations. We take care of um, my parents and my in-laws and all of the stuff. Right. So all of that weight and heaviness was definitely there. But being able to have those conversations with Lala around where my energy stood and how I could really transition into doing the coaching on my own was super helpful. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think that's, that's a key piece that I think it's, it's easy to overlook, right? When you are feeling that anxiety of, I just need to build this thing so I can leave my job or or trying to see um, the external results. And, and, and we tend to go towards, okay, I need more strategy, right? I need, I need people to tell me what to do so I can get this thing to where I need it to be. Um, and really, I mean, I think it's a testament, right? What you've been able to accomplish because as sometimes as like, as anxiety inducing as it is, cause the ego just wants to get the answers. Like, just give me the answers. Give me the shortcut. It's like, hold on a second. Let's, let's excavate and let's see what's, mm-hmm. what's bubbling underneath. And then we can build a really solid foundation. And, and I think it's fair to say, right. The six figures that has been created in your coaching business. While yes, of course there have been um moments of needing to really hold yourself or moments of uncertainty or moments of fear i think because of that foundation you've been able to build the castle right and continue to build the castle the castle is still building right yeah, um, still for sure but working with that solid foundation and also knowing who you are and and remembering remembering who you are and then yeah. letting the the marketing the business stuff take shape from that yes you say that and I laugh because one of the conversations that we had early on is we both come from corporate so it was all about the business plan and what's the business plan and what are the metrics and how am I going to hold myself you know and and I spent so much time spinning on that that 
it was it was a big energy drain for me but you know being able to make that transition and and have faith in what I know I can do and what I'm passionate about and what I love um has changed the game for me yeah yeah let's talk a little bit about um some of the ways that I mean really you have leveraged your your strengths that we discovered around you know what I call being a natural collaborator right being a natural speaker of being most magnetic when you're in those group settings with people that are like-minded and and can you talk a little bit about what that has created some of the opportunities or things that that's really created for you um that maybe would not have been created if we were really trying to push the the daily posting and the reels and all that you don't you don't really do that I don't do I don't do that anymore um, I tried for a while and it's fine, but it's not me. And so I think um, part of it, so I'll just say part of it came from um, the start of the conversation that we had just really um, allowing me to be comfortable with being who I am, um, which was great. Um, the other side of it was the birth chart reading with Lexi and really kind of um, hearing that it's not just what I want, it's who I am, right? It, this, yes. Like all of those things um, at first or for a long time, it was like, I want to be this leader or this person. I, I always want to be the person that's helping out or I was, you know, and when I had that birth chart reading, it was like, this is in the stars. Like this is literally what this dang thing says. And it was so spot on that it was kind of scary. Mm-hmm. Um, but being able to make those connections of, this is the way it, it just kind of, this is the way it's supposed to be. It, it's not necessarily that I'm forcing it one way or the other. This is, this is what it is. Um, and it really helps me to be more, even more comfortable with, I know where I need to spend my energy. Um, I know where I need to make what helps me to attract and to make things happen um, and what spaces I need to be in, in in order for that to work for me. So for me, I am definitely, I've always been an extroverted person for sure. I build relationships. I love to connect with people. I love to um, spend time getting to know people and, and um, helping to be the conduit between people and the resources that they need, all that good stuff. But I also have to show up in the environments of the clients that I want to work in and be in the spaces that are prevalent for who I want to be. So going to conferences, you know, these business conferences and connecting with the right people, um, having those conversations that for me in person really give me energy and help me to to um, amplify the stuff that I love, which in return draws people to the work that I'm doing and it sucks people in because I'm so I'm I can have a conversation about leadership development or about any one of those topics like till the cows come home and it's great and um I love doing it in person yeah so I get to connect with people um part of the vision that I have is really identifying the organizations and the conferences and the um, the spaces where people are having these conversations. So I'm in Houston locally. For me, that's understanding what are the professional organizations in my spaces 
that I can go to a networking mixer or a meeting or an event and connect with people in person to have some of these strong conversations. Mm -hmm. Um, It's also my work. um, I know that I work, want to work with, you know, corporations, mid to large size corporations in doing a lot of this work. So where are those folks at? And, and what are the conferences that I need to be at? My um, target audience is specific around Latinas and um, are in those spaces. So I place myself in those environments. I just came from um, two and a half weeks of travel going to conferences like uh, uh, Latitude, which is a huge um, conference that promotes understanding the economic resilience and and power behind the Latino population Um, and got to work with people like um, Accenture and Nike and Target and talk to the heads of their employee resource groups and, you know, the heads of their diversity and inclusion groups and really make some solid connections there. Um, And then the next week I was at ACED, which is a company, a, a nonprofit organization that basically um, holds companies accountable for the work that they're doing around Latino um, uh, empowerment work, right? So, what are the policies? What are the, what are you actually doing behind your DNI statement that's bringing the Latino population up within your company? Um, and there, I have a lot of really good connections as well. But you get to work with, and you get to have even just having the conversations around. What are the things that are going on within companies, helping yourself to learn and to grow and um, to really build the business case behind the work that I do? All of that good stuff comes from being in person and having those connections. Yeah, yeah, it's so good. Um, One of the things that I remember talking about was um, your value. One of the values that you brought into business, which is, you know, yes, I want to have the private clients and. I mean, you, you love research and you want to get in there and be part of, of those conversations, right? Like how can we, how can we not just forecast the future, but create a new future of, mm-hmm. of what it looks like for Latinas and women of color to be rising in, into those high level positions. And um, for me personally, I'll just reflect on one thing that you said that I still think about and it. Like, it just touches me when you were like, thank you for He's, she, I think you said something like, I don't know if all your clients come in and are these research, like bugging out over research, <laughs> but thank you for, for letting me be all of me and letting me like, like, and I don't really let you, I don't give you permission to, but it was something like that. Like, thank you for just seeing me and all of that. And, and I do think that it's, you know, it's, it's tempting to be like, okay, I just need to focus on these clients and I just need to focus on these clients, but it's so cool to just even hearing you about your experiences traveling to these different conferences. Like how cool is it that something that was once an idea is now in the room? Yeah. Right. That is just so cool. And it's, and, and you're changing the landscape of what it looks like for Latinas in, in these leadership positions and diversifying those roles. And it's just, yeah, it's really, it's awesome. really cool. and thank you, and and still thank you for. Um, I, I think I said something like letting me be all of me because you know I we talk a lot as coaches, right? Bring your whole authentic self, and I think within coaching, it's really easy to get 
honed in on the one problem that you're trying to fix or, you know, the client for the client to get just like really zoned in on, I'm going to get over this hurdle, or this is what the one goal I want to work through with coaching. But I think one of the um, beautiful things that happened with our conversations is just really you letting me bounce off, be a little bit ADD and like bounce off the walls and talk about 10,000 different things, which opened up for me, like, what do you really want to do? It's not just, you know, this one-on-one coaching. There is stuff around exploring what group coaching looks like at coming out of leadership development programming. There is the research side, because I know that I, um, coming from the background that I do, I know that there has to be data behind how we are building the business case for all of these things. And so um, I also have that mind of, I love to have those conversations and put that data together and be able to tell the story behind it, because that's what's going to get our um, information out there and get people bought into it. Mm-hmm. Um, I also want to write a book and, you know, that's has yes. kind of started down that path as well. So like, there's just so many things. I am mm-hmm. a little bit of everywhere, but um, but it's awesome. Which makes total sense for everyone listening. She's a manifesting generator, which makes so much sense. <laughs> um, just being that multidimensional, having all these different interests and really thriving, right? In that in being that multi-passionate person that you can handle a lot of different things when you're lit up by it. it makes total sense. Um what were some of the experience like key experiences or highlights this year? that you look back on and the year is not over yet. So there's so much that can still happen, but what have been some of the key, like cool experiences or fun wins that you, you would tell yourself back in January, the the version of you that was about to jump, if you could just give her a glimpse into like, these are just some of the cool things that we're going to experience this year. What, what sticks out in your mind? Oh man. Um, Okay. Um, Cool things that stick out in my mind. So being able to sit down and have a conversation with the lady from Target, like the Meta Meta from Target about what their leadership development programming looks like sitting at the bar and just, you know, having a conversation about, um, so this is the woman that's over the Hispanic development, the development work for the Hispanic employee population at Target. And we're sitting at the bar after in this conference and talking about you're just connecting on life, family, like she recently had a child and, you know, all of the things. Right. So she's traveling with the kids and and then but then, you know, getting to talk about what does that really look like at Target and how do you um, how do they really build it out for the masses, considering how widespread and dispersed they are Um so being able to have some awesome conversations, um, getting to do some awesome speaking engagements. Uh, I think this year I have um, on the podcast side, probably done like 10 podcasts in the in this year alone since I left um, my company back in March. Um, and then also have had the opportunity to do in-person speaking engagements that um, I in the past probably would not have applied for. Um, because who am I to do that, right? Or whatever. So um, just, I think being able to gain the confidence and to gain the insight that there is so much possibility out there. There's so much need and there is absolutely space for all of us to do it, right? There is, we knowing that the Latino population is booming and there are not enough 
uh, coaches of color in the world. There are not enough people who understand how to coach from a different perspective um, and to take into consideration all of the aspects of an individual. I think there's so much opportunity for that. Um, and people who can really just sit and tell, tell our stories wherever wherever that might be on a podcast in a uh, Zoom call like this or on a stage somewhere. Mm. Yeah. Something that I found really cool is your little TV moments that you had. That was so cool. Oh, <gasps> a little superstar. When you told me that, I was like, oh my gosh, that's so cool. Yeah. Yeah. It's awesome. Being on the radio, being on TV, being on all the things. Of course. Because you're a big deal. <laughs> I remember, um, and I'll just share this before we wrap up, because I still laugh at it. When we were on that um, enrollment call coming out of the three months and going into the first six month VIP. Um, and we were kind of talking about the investment price and you're like, I don't know, that's a big investment price. And I was like, but you're a big deal. And I could just see the wheels turning in your head. Like, Oh well, yeah, I guess I am. Yeah, yeah I guess I am. <laughs> I'm but, worth it. Sorry. I said I'm worth it. Oh, absolutely. I was like, wait, but you're a big deal. I thought I was talking to Dr. Melanie. Rodriguez from Elevate Latinas. No, am I talking to her? <laughs> that was just what that was just a funny moment that I I still remember. I don't think I've ever like said that to anybody, but it just kind of came out in that moment. So I was like, wait, what? <laughs> You're a big deal. Oh, oh, but uh, you know that comes from I think you know, all of those years of growing up and rubbing two pennies together. Oh, yeah. um, say making shit happen with absolutely nothing and so yeah. to make that leap to be able to invest in yourself to do something like this was not in my normal wheels it's not, not what I was used to but I'm so glad I did it yeah I'm oh, so good what to wrap this up what would you say to somebody that was on the fence, thinking about getting into the support, or maybe they're like, I just, maybe they've been jaded by other programs and they just don't want to go into a space where they're going to be molded or fitted into a certain methodology. And they're just on the fence. What would you say? I would say in my experience with you is um, I appreciate that you meet the client where they're at. So, and it was different at different parts of my journey, right at the beginning, it was a lot around figuring out how to run my business. And then it was how to make sure that I'm doing everything that I can to continue to grow it. Um, so the fact that you were, you are experienced and fluid enough to be able to meet me with what I needed in the moment, it was not a canned program by any means. And there was a lot of opportunity to really go where I needed to go. Um, so that is in itself very much worth the investment. Um, and I, I would also say uh, as just as we tell our clients, you know, you get what you um, invest in and to be able to invest in yourself is a gift to be in the space where you um, have the foresight that you are going to be able to take 
and put into practice all of the work that you can do with a coach like Daisy um, and really make your business whatever you want it to be. The sky's the limit, I think, you know, and, um, or not even anymore because now we're in space. And <laughs> the sky's the beginning. <laughs> the sky's the beginning. Yeah, exactly. So there's, um, it is very much worth it. And I would absolutely recommend to anybody. Get it done. Um, thanks. I so appreciate you. I love you so much. Yeah. And I'm excited to just continue to be in each other's corner um, and continue to see what Elevate Latinas does. Yeah. I'm excited. So where can people um, find you online? Where can they read more about what you do? So I have, I am, I have a website, elevatelatinas.com. I um, also am more active on LinkedIn, I would say these days. So um, on LinkedIn, I'm Melanie Rodriguez, PhD, PhD, PCC. Hey. Um, Yeah. And uh, I also have an Instagram at, at Elevate Latinas, uh, Instagram and Facebook, where I'm probably less active now these days, now that I've found my own voice and figured out where I want to be. But certainly you can still find me there as well. Beautiful. And I'll include all the links in the respective boxes, wherever this is going. <laughs> yeah. But thank you so much for coming on and sharing your story and um, just, yeah, just showing everybody what's really possible. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Bye, everybody. Hey, amiga, real quick. Did you find value in today's episode? If you did, take a screenshot right now, share it on your Instagram story with your biggest takeaways, and be sure to tag me, at The Liberated Latina. This allows me to see what you are most enjoying about the show and it grows a community of liberated hermanas. Thank you so much for hanging out today. I hope you had as much fun as I did, and I'll catch you in the next one. Besitos.